Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Miss Reason Show this evening. Um, this is your host, Miss Reason, and we have Jay on the line. Hey, Jay. Hey, lady. Hey. So we have a great show tonight. We have two wonderful authors um, with some great books on the line tonight. I'm so excited to speak with them. I'm I'm excited as well. You know, I, I'm always interested in new and up, upcoming authors, and um, you know, when I heard about the 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 type of books that they're writing, I got really excited. I was so excited that it wasn't, you know, typical. You know, what's trending right now. Mhm, mhm, absolutely, definitely. Um, they are bringing something to the table which makes them even more interesting, and so that's why why they're on the show because they have something to bring to the table, and we all want to get to know them, so we can look forward to them bringing out more of these great books that they're writing. Exactly. So we have um. We do have a hot topic for the for the week, and it is about the inauguration. So we want to bring um, Mia, Monique, and Sunshine B. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having us. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Okay. So, um, so I don't know. I guess Sunshine B. What do you think about the inauguration coming up? Um, personally, um, I would have liked to see Obama go for another round, (laughs) but that can't happen. I mean, it is what it is. Um, I say we shouldn't really be focused on it right now. We need to go ahead and fast forward four years from now and just see what we could do different as people to try to make sure that we have somebody in office for us, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What about you, Mia? If you don't mind me calling you Mia, Monique. Mia. No, please call me Mia. That's fine. Okay. Um, you know what? The politics of it all, I'm just, I, I'm still in shock. I can't believe that we're going to actually inaugurate Donald Trump tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's no words to describe. I mean, it's like a very, very disrespectful slap in the face to Obama's legacy. It's almost like they're just saying anybody can be president now. <clears throat> I don't feel that he has the credentials, and I don't feel that he's suitable to run our country, but since our country elected him, I guess they'll just have to learn the hard way like they do most things. Well, I agree. I think that um, this is a desperate attempt to to get someone in there who they felt like had their common beliefs and um you know there's been rumors we can't we can't verify it but you know that there's that there's some belief that he's not as a racist they they're believing that you know everything was part of his campaign so nobody really knows who he is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. every time you see donald trump he's putting on a show he's a clown so you never really know who who he really is or what his real motives are but um, right. one of our guests, our guests yesterday, you know, she brought up a good point. Honestly, this may be what we needed as as a unit, as black people, to understand that the system was never for us. Maybe that's what we needed to to create a new um, black Wall Street. 
You know what I mean? To come mm-hmm. together and do enterprise to to know you know to know that the country as a whole is not for us. I mean, it's been like that, mm-hmm. but now we're starting to see it just because of this man. And I, for one, am grateful that he was able to come and act the clown that he's been acting because it's, it's bringing out the racism that that has been said is not there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right. Like we're made to believe that. Oh no, no, no! You're just taking it that way, but it's blatant right now. It's blatant that racism is still alive and healthy as hell. You know what I'm saying? And I think that this may be the push that gives us that, you know what, let me start my business because everything's about to shut down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We may, this may be the four years that we needed to get that. Excuse me, I'm sorry. But me personally, it's okay. I um, myself am in an interracial marriage. And I have a biracial mm-hmm. child. So for me mm-hmm. firsthand, personally, I know the racism hasn't gone anywhere because of the stuff that me and my family have to deal with, you know, and right. have dealt with in the past, you know. And everybody want to walk mm-hmm. around just like it's one-sided when the truth is it's on both sides. We get it from both right. sides. So right. the problem with the racism isn't just white people. It isn't just black people. It's us as a whole, as a you whole. know. For some reason, we're not accepting each other the way we should just for being people, just for being God's people, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead, we want to put the labels, and I think that's what's messing everything up, the labels, the stereotypes, all that, because not all white people are a certain way, not all black people are a certain way, not all Hispanics are a certain way, but yet we all get put into these categories, you know, right. where we're supposed to be limited. It, I'm all for busting down them walls. I'm not going to stick to just, oh, you're black, so you're supposed to be doing this and, you know, acting like this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I think we need to well, get away I, from them titles. I agree, but I say that the titles were put in place as, you know, by the, by the people that are in charge, basically. If, mm-hmm. if, you know, if it was possible for us to be unified, it would have happened in the hundreds of years that we, you know, that, that we had with, uh, with our, that's why I keep saying our system, with our system, it's not possible because it's it's hard to, con- you know, government means, the word government means to mind control. You, see, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to control a people, like, the rich people are what? What is it? They're called the 4%? It's hard for four percent to control ninety six percent. Yeah, it's it's hard for them to control ninety ninety nine percent. Is everybody's unified against them? You see what I'm saying? If every if that ninety eight percent was unified, one percent wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. So it's not you know like with, with the way the government is set up, it's not possible for that to happen. It will never really happen. And a lot of people are saying, oh, they're trying to start a race war. No, they've been keeping this going since the beginning because that's. The, by by dividing and conquering, that's the only way for for that that minor that little minority actually to stay in control. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's Very the only true. way possible. Uh-huh. This is something that I talk about okay. a lot. Of books and my book and things I've been studying on this has been passed on for generations and generations. Hate and racism is taught. It's a learned behavior. Um, when yeah. we're born, we're not, we're not, we don't see colors, we don't see titles, we don't see labels. So we have old, older people in Congress, people, elected officials that have been hatred, this attitude from their ancestors, and it just continues and it continues. And we, we are just losing our way. This is just something that 
was was predestined, and it just it's, it's just a sign of the times. I believe that in order for it to get better, we really have to come together and understand what has been taught to us and how we've been conditioned to be this way. Yeah, it's conditioned through the generations. I totally agree with that. And, and it's continuing. It's an ongoing process, and nobody is um, is really stepping up because people still don't want to acknowledge the fact that this is generational and, and it's being passed down and passed on. And, you know, we, and when we, as long as we ignore it, it's going to be there. Uh-huh. As long as we ignore it, it's going to be there. So it's going to be that elephant in the room, and we know it's there, but we're not going to acknowledge it. And that's what we've right. been doing for years. But I think Donald Trump has brought it to the forefront. He has brought right. it and put it right in our face, like, you're going to acknowledge me whether you want to acknowledge me or not. I am here. I'm not going anywhere. So, you know what I mean? Now it's your move. We're playing, we're playing a game uh-huh. of chess right now. Definitely playing a game of chess. Well, ladies, thank you so much for that, um, for your opinion on our hot topic. So um, now we can ask you guys some interesting questions. Okay. <laughs> now we can get to so, the fun, um, right? Right, right. Right, now we can get to the fun. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Um, I guess we'll start with Sunshine B. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, let's see. I was born in a place called Helena, Arkansas. And then I was raised That's in Boston. Yeah, I was only in there for about a year, and then we moved to Boston. <laughs> so my roots, you know, and for the past four years, I've been residing in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, and I, like I said, I am married. I have two children. Uh, two boys, they're ages 14 and 12. Um, okay. I got my little fur babies. <laughs> okay. Mia? Yes. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm originally from Cleveland. I am currently residing in Tampa. Um, I've been always writing and writing poetry. Um, so this is my first step to just jump out there and, and publish some of my writing. Um, I am a mother of four. I have two grown kids and two that's still in uh, high school and junior high. Um, I'm a victim of domestic violence. Well, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, two times, uh, one was a child in an adult relationship that was um, – Abused by my mother's boyfriend and also a guy that I dated for a long time. Um, I'm an advocate for domestic violence and um, women's rights and women's sticking together. That's something that I'm big on. Even even men, I'm just all about positivity and 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 people uniting together to just be better people. Okay. okay. That's good. That's positive. That's um, especially coming from a place of um, abuse. You know, if you don't become a victim, you become an advocate for against it. So I mean, right. if you don't become the product of it, and you you know turn to do the same thing, you do 
fight against it. So that's good that you're taking a stand against abuse. Um, I commend you on that. Right. So, so you lady, both have who, I was going to ask the same question. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, who has whose book is is releasing first? Uh, my book came out this past Monday. Congratulations on your release Thank day. You. Thank you. Okay. So I guess we'll start with you. Um, wait, that's Sunshine, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, Sunshine. Okay. Yeah. See. Okay. And um, Mia, when is your book coming out? Um, I'm March 26th is the release date. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, so I guess in in order of dates, we're going to start with Sunshine. Um, You know, I guess I'm going to throw a question out there that's not in our questions, actually, but I'm just curious. Um, Were you nervous before before, um, it went live, before your release? Uh, Yes. Uh, (laughs) At first, I was like, no, it was cool. It was excitement. But, yeah, the night before, my nerves started kicking it a little bit. So... Yeah, I would say it was a little nerve-wracking, um, but it was more excitement than anything because Can a Girl Get a Break has actually been four years in the making. Um, so I was more excited to finally get it out there to people, to share it with people. Okay. So the title of it is Can a Girl Get a Break? Yes, ma'am. Can a Girl Get a Break? That's interesting. That's interesting. How did you come up with that name? Well, I mean... Myself, you know, I've been through a lot, you know, and a lot of women in my family have been through a lot from domestic violence to um, even uh, had an aunt that was murdered um, by her husband, and it's just a lot. So I feel like as women, we continue to just put a lot on our plate, and we never get that moment, whether we're mothers, sisters, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunties, whatever, we just never get a break or a moment to just be ourselves and just do for ourselves. So I felt like that was the perfect title to send the message, like, okay, yeah, as women, we consider, we are considered to be superheroes, but at the same time, we need a break, you know, because you can't handle it all without taking time for yourself. Okay. So basically, when I came up with Can a Girl Get a Break, yes, it's a book title, but it's also a movement. Okay. 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 So, um, Jay, do you want to ask me a question, or do you want to continue? Yes. Um. Oh well, I I was gonna say um. I guess you told us when you came up with with the title because I was gonna ask that. That was the question that maybe popped into my head. But, um, when you were working on this book. Um, I know you said that you compiled things from your life and your family's life. Um, do you feel like it was a healing process? I'm sorry, is that directed towards me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. Because sometimes, you know, over time, we kind of suppress things. And I think when you're writing, you're vulnerable, you know, um, in trying to tell a story that people can relate to, it does get very personal. So, yeah, I would say in a lot of ways, me working on the book, because my book is actually a book series. The book that was just released on Monday is actually just the first book 
it got four books to it. So I cover okay. a lot of topics. Yeah, I cover a lot of topics. And it, it was, it is. It's a healing process. I, I feel like since I wrote the book, it has made me stronger. It's been able to uh, give me a voice that I didn't have before. Um, I go around to, I do mentoring now. Uh, I host team summits and stuff like that to talk to teenagers because with my situation, I was a teenager when I got into my domestic violence situation. So I feel like it just gave me a platform. So I do believe it helped me heal. Okay. So um, what category would you consider your, your book in? I mean, I I see that it's um you know like it's a it's a it's a true story. So in that way, it would make it nonfiction. But I'm just curious as as to what category you guys published it under. Um, it would be I think because I didn't use you know my real name or anything like that. So I would think more so it is you know it falls under fiction, fiction. because yes, a okay. lot of those incidences have happened. Um, probably mm-hmm. not in the order in the book, but I wouldn't say right. that's nonfiction. It's not a biography. Okay. I was just, I was just curious. Um, you know, a lot of times when um, you know, people write books like this is is normally like a, a biography or something like that. So yeah. I was just curious. No, I just yeah. wanted to take some personal things that I have been through and, you right, know, to install make it that relatable. in my characters to make it personal and relatable so that when people pick up my book and read it, it's like, okay, you know, this is stuff that people can go through in real life. You know, this is real life stuff. You know, my book is very raw, <laughs> you know, straightforward. So, no, I think, yeah, I think it would go under fiction. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, when you sign, I know you guys are signed to Amanti. That's uh, that's that's a, a good friend of mine. Um, how did how did you come to be signed? Like, well, like did you guys did you submit? Because I know I'm, I know we're gonna get to Mia, but did you submit? Uh, no. <laughs> um, actually, met on Facebook. Um, and then I got an inbox from him saying that. He had been kind of looking and following my work and that he see that I have potential, um, you know, that I'm just in the beginning stages and that I was somebody that he wanted to work with. So I was actually very, that was very a very humbling experience um, because, like you said, as a independent author, you, you're constantly writing, doing work, and you don't know that anybody is paying attention, you know. You don't know right. that there's actually people out there looking at you. So I was very honored, you know, to have him reach out and say, hey, you might be somebody that I want to work with. Oh, okay. That's fabulous. awesome. Yes. Oh, he has done a great job. Absolutely. So it's been a blessing. I'm glad you're happy with the experience. I really, yeah, really am. You know, for some people it's not as it's not as good of an, you know, as a first time uh, release author. It's not. I didn't have a good experience. Um, actually, Amasi right. and I were signed to the same company, so we didn't mm-hmm. have a good experience. But I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, you feel comfortable and you, you feel like you can thrive as an author. There are a lot of authors Correct. that are saying that they want to quit now. Mm-hmm. I know that's all over the place, but no, um, I feel like we're gonna do great things. I believe you, and and I look forward to to getting these books. 
Um, I had one more question, um, and then I was gonna hand you know hand the mic over to Marie. But um, if if there was one single message that you felt like you wanted someone to take away from part one of your series, what would that be? The relationship with your family. How important it is to have a relationship with your family. Because I know even as a teen, when I was going through my situation, one of the things I did was separate myself from my family. And I think that's the biggest mistake a person can do. So with the first book, I feel like you would get that sense that no matter what you and your family go through, it's important to just try to keep that bond. Okay. That's beautiful a lot. You know, a lot of us, um, you know, I was also a domestic violence victim. So, you know, I know at times you feel like you have to be alone or you have to really isolate mm-hmm. yourself. So mm-hmm. that's, that's really important. Yes. Right. Because that's what I did. I separated myself from my family, you know, out of embarrassment, you know, feeling of failure, you know, feeling of how could I be so stupid to let myself get caught up like that. So I just think that even in the hard times, that's probably when we need to be leaning on our family more. Right. And, and it is the time, the perfect time to be leaning on your family more when you're going through something like that. I think mm-hmm. um, all of us have experienced some domestic violence um, in our, at some point in our lives, all four of us, and it, it changes you, and you do need all the support that you can get, and the main mm-hmm. support should be from your family. Um, Absolutely. You get outside help because they're that's what they do. People are, you know, trained to help us when the, with domestic violence or people that just care. But there's mm-hmm. nothing like the love and support from your family. Absolutely. Because I know when yeah. I opened up to my mother to finally let her know what I was dealing with and what I had been going through, a weight was lifted off. You know, it didn't change what I had been through, but... Just to have my mom know, it just made me feel like everything's going to be okay. Right, right. Okay, well, thank you so much, Sunshine B. We are not done with you yet. Okay, I'm going to sip my tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Miss Mia. Um, so your book is called Conflicted. So what inspired you to write this book? Well, I'm very conflicted. Um, I think when you when you go through things in life, you try to find answers to why you take certain paths and why you do certain things you do. And I started out um, feeling that I was healed and I was strong from my incident when I was a child. And then when I started to grow older and get into relationships with men, I learned that I was sort of codependent. I sort of tolerated abuse or mistreatment from from guys that I that I thought loved me or that I thought I loved. So after after several relationships that went that way, I just started to dig deep within myself and I I gotta figure this out because now I have a daughter and she's seen me go through emotional and physical and verbal abuse and I saw my mom go through emotional, physical, and verbal abuse. So I, I thought about it, and I said, you know what? This, this has to be some sort of generational curse. It has to be something that I learned growing up. It has to be something that 
I can do to rid myself of this behavior and this pattern. So I started to read and research, and um, I was in a really dark space. I was in a, a bad relationship for many, many years. Um, it was very physical at first, and then it just started to beat me down emotionally and verbally. And I, my self-esteem was low. I pulled away from my family as well. Um, they actually started to just question me, like, what's wrong with you? What are you? Why are you allowing this? And I didn't have an answer for this. I allow this man to beat me, to call me names, to hurt me, and to just completely violate me in so many ways. So I I, I talked to my mom before she passed away, and um, I got answers to my mom's story because when she was younger, she was abused by um, her her boyfriend. She was abused by her. She was abused by someone in her family sexually. Um, then she started to run away and get into the streets, turn to drugs and alcohol, and it affected me and my sister's upbringing. We were no longer um, safe. We we had to live a life from my mother's circumstances. And so she, okay. she explained that to me, and it started to make sense. This is it. This is why. So now it's all starting to fit. And then I just started looking on YouTube, and I, I was actually with a, a person that suffered from narcissistic person, and um, I learned about and how childhood. You're breaking up a little bit. You're breaking up a little bit, Mia. I learned about the narcissistic personality disorder and how childhood trauma could play a part in you becoming a codependent. In, in your life mm-hmm. So that's what my book is basically about It's about my road To, to finding out myself and, and learning about this disease And learning about How to cope with it Because that's basically what I had to do To survive Right Okay so You you mentioned codependency What is codependency For those people who don't know What codependency is Well codependency is Basically when you are Um you use certain things. It could be people. It could be objects. It could be drugs and alcohol. Um, and you're you're kind of like reliant on that. It's like a negative or a positive. It's not a positive thing at all. It's a pull. It pulls you to something that you know is not good for you, but you you feel you can't survive without it. And and it becomes something that is just a part of who you are. That's how addictions start. And that's that's what. Okay, okay. So you still suffer from codependency right now. You find yourself dependent on things that are not good for you. Well, I I depended on a certain relationship. So I, I don't consider okay. myself healed yet because it's okay. it's gonna take a lot a lot to get to a place where I'm no longer codependent. I, I'm just gonna be very transparent. Um I don't even I, I have to stay away from certain relationships because I feel like the energy that I pull off or that I gravitate towards is toxic, and it's it's a dark place to be because you don't know if this guy that you met is going to be toxic or if he's going to mistreat you or if he's going to care for your heart because you just don't know how to differentiate between the two. Right. Right, absolutely. So, then you know that that goes with with all relationships, especially um, 
when you get into a, a relationship with a man and a woman, you really don't know how that person is and it takes a while for that true person to come out. And sometimes, like with all of us, we don't realize we're with someone abusive until it's too late. And by that point, you can have a codependency to that person. Exactly. Um, and once once you realize it, it's, it is hard to say, okay, this is not good for me, I need to get out, because you don't recognize the onset of it until it's too late. And then you're stuck. Exactly, and that's where I found myself. Right, absolutely. Especially if you're dealing with someone that's narcissistic, with a narcissistic personality, that is extra toxic. Um, narcissistic personalities are are very damaging to um, to their partners, in my opinion. They can be very absolutely. damaging. Um, and. I don't know if there. I don't even know if there's help for people with narcissistic personalities disorder, <laughs> because it's no, it's it so there's no right. I, your phone's breaking up a little, Mia. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm sorry about that. There's no cure for narcissistic personality disorder. Um, a lot of people that have this disease does not even admit that they have it. Exactly. They will hear nothing of it. So it's it's a horrible thing. It is. It is. I've dealt with people with narcissistic personality, and um, and it's actually it can be frustrating once you recognize what that personality is. It gets frustrating when you run into someone that has those characteristics, because you can see it, and it's like, okay, I need to back away. This is not good for me. This is not going to have a good outcome for me. Um, and it's good to be able to recognize those personality types because you can save yourself a lot of damage and you can save yourself a lot of heartache and, and you know, pain and even violence um, because they don't understand that, hey, you have a problem. This is a problem. Absolutely correct. Many days okay. I felt like I was losing my mind. I'm sure. Yeah. And that's part of it as well. They want you to they they contribute to you feeling like you're you, like you're the issue. You know what I'm saying? Right. They contribute to it. So that that's part of what what makes you stay so long because of it. Because you're like, no, it's not him it, it's or her, really. It's me. It's me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um I know that you were saying that uh you know that that's what inspired you to write the book Conflicted. So what type of book is it? Like is it is an actual story being told or is like a a help type of book? Um I would say it's more it's more on the biography side, but definitely self-help. Um it is also a prelude to a second book which I'm going to give um women and men tips on how to recognize um, a toxic person and different types of narcissism in my second book to come. But this is just basically my story, um, how I learned about codependency and narcissism and how they go hand in hand. Um, it's a, a medical term called the human magnet syndrome. Um, so I, I kind of educate in my book about that. And I tell my story about, my experience with my narcissist 
And um, I kind of tell a little bit about my mom just just to give it you a glimpse on how things can be passed from generation to generation. Um, but it, it basically is just me recognizing what the root I just right. yes exactly the root finding the root and me going into a journey towards healing and and self love. Okay, that's wonderful. Okay. So that's good. Um, okay, so also you're signed to Mystery Eyes as well. So how has your experience been with um, signed being signed to Mystery Eyes? I love it. I've known Amanti for a very long time, and it's been great. That's I'm beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm very happy for you, ladies. I, 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 like, I can't say that enough. I'm very happy that you guys have experienced that he's making, you know, coming from the experience that he and I had, the fact that, you know, sometimes, like, I've seen it happen where people get, you know, I don't even know the word to describe it, but they get taken basically and they turn around and start companies that, you know, do the same thing. And I'm I'm so happy to hear that you guys are, are you know what I mean? It's not that I even thought that he wouldn't be, but it's it's I'm really happy to hear that you guys are so happy with your experience as first time writers. I, I find it devastating personally to when I hear authors say that they they they're done. They don't want to write because if you're if you're a writer, you know I know one of you ladies said you've been writing for a long time, but if you're a writer, that's that's what you do. Like that's in you. That's you wake up to do that. That's how you express yourself. And for someone to get you to a point where you don't want to do it is sad to me. Right. Absolutely. I think we have a caller too, Jay. Okay. Uh, caller, your area code is two one six, and your first three is two one seven. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey, I'm How you doing? Hey, <laughs> y'all just know my voice. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Uh, How you to, doing? You know, I'm doing Support all right. your lovely ladies, huh? Yeah, I just wanted to support and say I'm proud of y'all, you know. Y'all are the future, you know. And, um... Um, uh, it's more to come, man. I'm just happy to have y'all, you know, part of the squad. And um, y'all gonna change a lot of lives through y'all vision, you know. And um, thank you. He, he sounds like he is all smiles saying that. You know, I was telling them. I was telling them our experience, you know, coming from the company that we came from and, you know, Uh that I was so proud of you for making sure that the experience for other writers was completely different than ours. I'm super proud of you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you as well. I know you got your company, you're doing, you know, you're doing your thing and it was, it was a crazy experience we had, but, um, like I was saying, I, I feel like writers should have all the creativity they, you know, that they have. You should use. You should never put a glass ceiling, over, you know, above your head. And, um, right. Like it's a million people to read books. Out of a hundred people that hate it, one that one person gonna like it and it's gonna change their life for the better. You know, that's why we do it. So. Right. So that's, that's dope. I like to let the writers take control and just let their mind explore. You know. Okay. 
And um, shout out to everybody. You know, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad the Miss Reason Show is back going. First show. Oh, we just took a break. Oh, okay. We took a break for the holidays. Right. We took a break for the holidays. We aren't going anywhere. Oh, okay. and, you know, that's, we that's didn't, um, you know, around the holidays is family time. You don't really want to interrupt that with, you know, business as much as, you know, we as writers know we want to promote all the time. But, you know, you yeah. got to, you know, it was it was a good break, though. It was peaceful. We got to yeah. just be sisters and not um, co-hosts. For right. a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, I support the movement, though. I support the movement. Thanks, love. Oh, you know, we you, you so know much. we support Mystery Eyes for oh, sure. Yes, we do. Thank you. Yes, we do. Thank you, and I'm I'm proud of my authors, man. Y'all, 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 are so awesome, and your books is off the chain. I can't wait to the world to you know read them and really see what y'all got in store for them because I didn't, man, it's gone. I can't even explain it, but uh, I'm going to slide off and let y'all do y'all thing. But I just wanted to show love. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well, we're glad you called in. Right. We're glad. Oh, thanks. All right. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like you know, like I'm getting the feeling of like you know real support, and I'm so happy for yeah. you guys to have that. I really am. Yeah, I'm really exactly. happy that you guys have have this support team, and and you know to have somebody really believe in you, mm-hmm. and you know not spiteful, which are which you see yourself, you know what type of writer you see yourself as, and really yeah. you might not even be sure as a first time author. Maybe you think you want to do mystery and then you mm-hmm. move on and decide, no, I think I'm going to write romance. And you go on and write some lifetime love stories for the rest of your life, you know. I right, think with, with right. that support, you're able to blossom. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. And that was one of the things you made clear from the beginning, you know, that you do have the creative freedom and, you know, he's not trying to take over your work or anything like that. So that that really was refreshing. Oh, that's beautiful. That's good. That is absolutely good. And I just want to say that if you are on the line, if you have a comment or a question, just press 1 and we will bring you on the air for those callers that have called in. Um, so, Miss um, Mia? Yes, Miss Mia. Yeah, um, let's see. Okay, so um, I had a question. Are there? I know okay. you said that you that you know this was one of your first projects, and if you've been writing for a long time, like you know, I, I know you said that you've been writing forever. Would you be willing to release some of your old work, or do you feel like you've gone past it? No, I absolutely would love to. Actually, um, I'm the type of person. Um, I like to do things once. I don't know why I'm so busy. But um, I have a book of poems that I would love to publish. Um, And uh, now that I'm into this self-help thing, it's just like, wow. Um, Aside from writing, publishing my stories, I would love to just get out there and do some motivational speaking and talk to young girls like myself and victims of childhood trauma, things like that. But I definitely have other books that I would like to publish for sure. 
Okay. Well, that's right up your alley, sis, with the motivational speaking and stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and that is so liberating and it is so healing when you get to motivate uh, the masses all at one time. All you need is one listening ear. But when you get multiple listening ears, it is just it, it is an experience I can't really describe to you, but it'll ha it'll take the breath away from you. It will definitely do that. But it is definitely something that is needed, especially on the subject matter that you're talking about. Um and with young girls because I'm I'm reading that young girls are experiencing violence in their relationships more often today than they were years ago. So Absolutely. they need to hear your story. They need to hear what you have to say and to let them know, Hey, I was there, you don't have to go through this you know, this is not normal. Right. Right. And like you said, because of the generational curses, some of them think it's normal. You know what I'm saying? Some some think that this is how he's supposed to or she is supposed to love me because this is all I've ever seen. You know what right. I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have yeah, to reprogram so- ourselves and change our whole way of thinking now. Because what we learn, we have to now understand. Right. And that goes back to, you know, that can take us way back to the beginning of the show. You know, that's that's something that, you know, Sunshine B was saying as well. We have to reprogram ourselves as a whole, like not just with relationships, but, you know, society is, is making us believe that certain things are right that are not right. And mm-hmm. that goes for, you know, entire parts of our lives. Absolutely. That's that's true. So, um, with everything that you guys have going on, um, at Mystery Eyes, like, are you guys more inspired now that you've signed with Mystery Eyes or, you know, that enthusiasm? Is it even more heightened or how is it right now? I'd say for me, yes. Um, that's like a dream come true, you know. Um, so yes, it motivated me. I actually um, will be finishing my second book tomorrow. <laughs> so I've been writing it. Thank you. So I just been going hard, and I'm like I told Amante earlier today. I'm like, don't get tired of me because I got the books coming, and after these four books, I got five more titles. So yeah, I would say in my case, that definitely motivated me as author. To just want to go hard and share my work with people. So, yeah. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then both of you have series coming out. That That is awesome, too, because I thought they were standalone books, but to hear that they're series really makes it more interesting because there's more to come. So, there, y'all leave oh, yeah. us with that cliffhanger. It's like, oh my God, oh, what's yeah. next? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Nothing's, nothing's like a good cliffhanger in a, in a good series. Yeah, I think y'all gotta love Kinder Girl Get a Break because with Kinder Girl be, uh, Get a Break being a four book series, you're gonna follow this family from like the beginning all the way through. So they're gonna age throughout the book. So I think that's pretty cool. I think okay. that's cool too. That's really unique. That's yeah. really unique, and I, I look forward to you know to reading it and and yeah. you know leaving reviews and everything and you know. Um, Feel free to follow me because, you know, my people tell you I do support and I share and I tag and, 
you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. I have I have a network and I'm I'm always willing to connect this person with that person. Yes. I sure will once I get off. I'll make sure to follow you. Okay. Yeah, well, um the Miss Reason show definitely will support both of you two as well. We um we kind of keep after you guys after the show. I want to know, I want you guys to keep in touch. So when you have new and up and coming things, you can come back to the show and share them with everyone. Right. Awesome. So we'll this is not that. a one-time thing. This is a, you know, this is a lifetime friendship. You know what I'm saying? Once mm-hmm. you've been on the show, you're a, you're a friend of the show. Okay. Thank you That's so blessing. much. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, what are your um, what are your goals as a writer now that you as an author now? Do you have new goals? Um, have your goals changed? Then this question is for both of you. Okay. Um, so who's first? Uh, Sometime B or Mia? Mia? This is Mia. Um, for me, my goal is to educate as many people as I can, um, to use my story as a platform to get people to talk about things that are not so comfortable for them to talk about um, because I thought I was alone in what I was going through. And then I turned to YouTube, and it's so much material out there um, that talks about this subject, and it's unbelievable how many people suffer at the hands of a narcissist or that even suffer from narcissistic personality disorder. You know, I don't want to completely beat up on them because them too had suffered some sort of trauma or abuse as a child, um, which could turn to them becoming a narcissist. So um, I really would like to just educate people on the subject educate people on domestic violence and abuse and sexual abuse and just, you know, get people talking about mental health because it's very, very important. Very important. It is. It's very important. And people, you're right, to get people to get out that comfort zone to talk about things they're not so comfortable to talk about, it's kind of hard to do that. But once you break that ice and set that rapport with them, they're more open to talk to you. And, And they're also more open to listen as well. Absolutely, yes. Uh, let's see. I think we may have another caller. Let's see. Caller, your area code is 216, and your first three is 269. Hi, my name is Angel. Hi, Hi Angel. Angel. Hi, how are you this evening? Well, well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm blessed. I'm calling in. Uh, I know Miss Mia. She's my best friend. And hey, I Bessie. just wanted to say <laughs> and I just wanted to say I truly thank God for just bringing her out and bringing her through and allowing her to grow and to be able to talk and share her story with what she's endured throughout life. So I just want to say I'm proud of you. Continue doing what you're doing and know that God is always with you. And that goes for you, too, the new author out there as well. Just continue with your journey and know that no matter what, God brought you up and out. And you're going to share this story with many others so that they can grow just as you are right now. That's beautiful. Thank you, Ms. Angel. Thank you. 
Thanks, Thank you, Betsy. You. <laughs> I love you, ladies. Have a blessed evening, and thanks again. Thank well, you for calling. All right. Oh, that's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love like the support. Right, I, know, I love right? the support. Yes, awesome. absolutely. They were there, blood, sweat, tears, looking at me crazy. They wouldn't in the world, but they never let me decide. I have some good, good people in my life. That's great. Okay. Okay, so um, Jay, do you have another? Do you have any more questions? Um, I, I don't. I actually have well wishes for you, ladies. Um, you know, I just want to give some tips. Um, I know. Uh, without the support of my um, publisher at the time, I was able to make number one on Amazon. So, you know, like quick marketing tips, you you ladies, you think that the, you know, you got to be more social network and all that, but if you get some business cards made and leave them on every car in a parking lot and leave them on mailboxes if you can, I promise you, I promise you, it it works. I had people posting up my uh, business card saying, I don't know her, but I love her. You know what I mean? Here's her card. I'm about to get her book. And don't be ashamed to have your, your book on Kindle at 99 cents because, right. you know, it's selling cheaper, but you know how many more people are willing to buy it at 99 cents than at 2.99. And that's, that's how you get your ratings. That's how you get your sales. And, you know, with the books that you guys have, that's how you're going to get your loyal you know, fans and everything. So, you know, don't always go for the higher amount. I know that your publisher is going to take care of you ladies, but, you know, as a first-time author, I wish someone had told me, you know, given me some tips and stuff. I had to figure it out on my own. So, you know, when I say that that actually works the best and there are libraries where you can do, you know, you can get the room for free if you get to the library that day early, you can do your book signing there for free. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just get your face out That's there. and Yeah, it is. I Like, at every public library, I've been in three states, so I'm telling you. Okay. If you get to there, like, if you get to the library and claim the room early, it's your mm-hmm. room for the day. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that, see? That's why it's good. <laughs> hmm So you... You know, you you just you order your books, you get your books out there, and I'm gonna give your publisher some tips on where to you know get get you guys his um, books so that he can get them printed for cheap, so you can order them for cheap too. But okay, you know, um, I'm always I'm always in support of writers, always, 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 and I feel like you ladies are putting out such a great message that I just want it to be seen, read, heard, everything by as many people as possible. So when I say get your cover on a card, girl, it could be, you mm-hmm. could do it on Microsoft because my mama made my cards. Okay. You you know, you go on Microsoft, girl, they got an application. Yeah. Right, girl. They got an application where you can put your cover up there and all you really need on the back is the link to go buy it and your social network information and you'll get tagged to stuff. You'll see how many people actually pay attention to something as small as a card. You leave it on in a mailbox or you leave it on a car, you know what I'm saying, just with the cover yeah. on the front. Okay. And I just wanted to give you all that tip. That was Thank an amazing you. tip. That was awesome. Yeah. So thank you okay, for that well, 
Well, Jay has all the good tips and tricks, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she's, uh, she's awesome with that. I mean, I, I listen to her and take her advice as well. And I haven't yeah. released a book as of yet. I'm working on my first book to release, and um, and she's helping me with that. So I definitely will take her advice and her tips because she's been there, done that. Absolutely. And I'm trying, y'all encourage her because I'm trying to get her to write a collab with me as well. So hey. we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to make it happen. But you know, y'all got us, y'all got supporters in us. So you know, anytime you post something, believe it'll be shared and reshared. And the Ms. Reading right. Show is on every social network everywhere. So you know, you'll be seen. And well, vice versa. I can't wait to learn you all's work. I can't wait to read. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Right, um, you. I don't know, since you had something you wanted to add. Um, no, actually, I would like for the ladies to tell everybody where they can be found. Right. Yeah. Where can Where can people get in touch with you and find your books and, and get to know more about you as an author? It can be your your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you are socially. Um, well, me, um, this is Mia speaking. Um, I'm on Facebook as Mia Monique, just Mia Monique, and Instagram uh, under two underscores I Heart Mia, and also you can email me at areyouconflicted at gmail dot com. Um, that's how you can get in touch with me uh, for any type of um, questions. If you want to share your story, if you want some encouragement, some prayer, um, if you want to learn more about my book and its release um, and signing parties and things like that, just follow me on either of those sites. That's beautiful. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Hello. Yes, hi. Let me sip my tea. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me a voice here. Y'all got to bear with me. Okay, so oh, you good? Facebook, we hear you loud and clear. Yeah, I'm shy. I'm shy. So on Facebook, I'm under Sunshine Bernadas. Um, I spell Sunshine uh, with a Y. Uh, y. Um, and then on, yeah, and then on Instagram, I'm Cannagirl underscore twenty three. And then okay. I have my blog called Let It Shine again, spelled with a Y. Uh, so I am a blogger as well. So you can always check it out. Um. So, yeah, right now those are the only ways to really reach out to me and connect with me okay. and see all the upcoming works and things that I'm doing. Uh, and I'm always in the Charlotte community. Like I said, I host Team Summits. I'm always out and about uptown during CIAA weekend. You'll see me out, you know, with my books and all kind of stuff. So I, I really like to be out in the community. Okay. That's awesome. So this has been a really great show, ladies. You have been wonderful. You have. Thank you, Thank you for calling in again. It was Thank a pleasure meeting us. you, ladies. And it was nice meeting you guys, too. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Oh, no problem. Right. And I, if I'm not mistaken, this is your first radio interview. Am I correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. Okay, great. Right, so I love being your first. It's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, are Marie really was my first, guys. She was she was my first interview as well. Exactly, and we've been going strong ever since her first interview. 
Um, I'm very, very pleased to be here, and thank you again. All right. Well, I hope you. You ladies have a good night and feel better, Miss Sunshine. Yes, I'm trying. (laughs) Well, next time when I call in, y'all can actually hear my real voice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we look forward to you calling back. Right. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night, ladies. Have a good night. Good night. Bye bye. 